Welcome to the new episode of Sportsy. Let's aim sports. Today we have with us Aditi Mutatkar, an Indian badminton player from Pune, Maharashtra. She won the silver medal in mixed team event in 2010 Commonwealth Games held in Delhi. She reached her highest rank of 27 in the world when she registered her career-best performance of reaching the finals of Bitburger Open. In the domestic circuit, she has won the badminton national in all age categories, and she is she was the only third woman to do that. And now. there are only four women after pvc in the winning all the all the categories across uh, nationals so please welcome the winner of five national badminton championship the girl who has represented indian badminton team in multiple international tournament a silver medalist and a bronze medalist across multiple occasion at international championship only the second indian woman to have played the grand prix final in 28 after saina nehwal the girl who had amazing rivalry with saina nehwal throughout her career the girl from pune aditi mutatkar Hey Aditi, uh, great to have you on our platform, Sportsy. Let's aim sports, where we talk about the aspiring, inspire, inspiring, and motivating stories and journeys of amazing athletes like you. So great to have you here. Thank you, thank you so much, Siddharth. I look forward to our chat today. Yeah, and believe me, I am looking forward to this chat. Uh, it's it's not only about a a game which I love the most, uh, badminton. <laughs> It is about uh, as as we as we spoke. I've seen you playing probably in your teen school <laughs> days uh, at the same WRE complex in in Pune. But from there to your amazing journey in badminton to the uh, to retiring from the sport at at an amazing level. At the same time, coming back to sports and delivery. So I think that is what we want to capture over next twenty five thirty minutes of chat. Uh, yes. So far. So for our viewers, we have Aditi Mutatkar with us. Uh, she is a, a professional Indian badminton player, ex-professional Indian badminton player uh, from Pune, Maharashtra. Uh, one of the uh, achievements that we everybody heard about her is uh, won the silver medal in the mixed team event in 2010 Commonwealth Games in in Delhi, which was like it's a great achievement for getting. Getting that kind of medal in India when the game yeah, happened. Yeah, that was special. Um, yes. Yeah, and from there to uh, thing that everybody knows about is the amazing, amazing tussle, uh, the on-field <laughs> rivalry with Sanya, uh, and from there uh, the journey that continued beyond sports to give it back. So Aditi, uh, while we talk about all these things, first question that I have for you is, how did badminton occur, or how did badminton start for you? Uh, yes, so I think with badminton, it was my father mainly. Uh, he used to play, uh, you know, badminton as a hobby, and uh, he would. And I was generally an hyperactive kid, and my parents thought that you know, sport could be a way to kind of you know calm her down a little bit. I think uh, so. They would just push me out. You know, I would just go and play cricket with the boys, or I would just go and play football. And um, and yeah, in a similar way, my dad was pretty. Uh, and at that time, in the uh, you know, um, he had that you know, Prakash Padukone. Fever in him also somewhere, right? Uh, at that time, you know that generation kind of relates to Prakash yeah. quite a bit. Uh, so he picked it up, and I think with him, I you know he would take me out to play. Uh, that's how I picked up the sport, and I think I instantly kind of liked it. Uh, my my father saw the spark as well because I would never you know lose uh, the contact of the shuttle. You know I would just keep on hitting and hitting. Um, mm-hmm. So I think all of these uh, things added up to kind of starting uh, with the sport, and also my mother uh, in 
her school and college days was an athlete herself um so you know i think there was that gene thing also a little bit ki you know hai gene bhi hai aur my father kind of you know pushed me towards the game a little bit but i enjoyed it and i think that's so i think my father was the reason for me to start to play yeah yeah uh, it's it's good and i think the pune weather also helped you the pune atmosphere of badminton also probably was a good push uh, in those so, days right Yeah I mean actually I didn't start in Pune uh, we were in Bombay when I started uh, I started at the age of 9 and my father uh, worked in Canara Bank all his life and um, he had got transferred from Gwalior so I'm born in Gwalior uh, we came to uh, Bombay as my father got transferred okay. and uh, it started in Bombay for me the weather you know it's not really marvelous <laughs> like like in pune but it is a pune at that time i think my parents felt that was a less expensive city in compared to bombay when it came to kind of you know professionally kind of playing a sport uh, so i think at the age of 11 we made like the you know my parents made a conscious decision ki we need to move to pune uh, because i had started winning quite a bit like uh, at the age of 9 i used to play all these under 9 under under 10 you know tournaments and and i was just winning you know quite rapidly so that journey you know it was really spiraling and my parents couldn't you know i think keep up with the finances of it because you know you don't you take racket you take one racket but that's not enough you need the second racket and it's just you know the costs were i think piling up coaching shuttles all of those things yeah. so i think uh, all in all they thought that pune would be a better city uh, in that sense and that's why i think at the age of 11 we moved to pune and then i was in pune and then in bangalore yeah interesting and when you just spoke about that at the earliest age you started winning a lot of things uh, and we yeah. know that you are one of those only three women in india who ever won the national across all categories yeah so what was that feel and how were you preparing yourself did you even know that okay i'm i'm going for this i'm going to achieve this and go next or it was just the flow that happening for you uh so firstly uh, i would like to you know correct this that i am one of the four actually because after four, me okay. yeah because after me there is sindhu you know so there ah, is okay. aparna popat saina aditi and sindhu so we have four of us who have achieved this feat now four uh, okay. yeah now four so uh, so i mean again i mean if you look at these names you know i mean these are these are such special names you know i mean um, such great champions and to to be a part of that you know, list for whatever reason at least at the national level um, it's pretty great of course it's a, it's a place of pure privilege for me to you know kind of share that space with these amazing athletes and amazing you know women athletes um, but i think you know when you're playing uh, you don't uh, uh, you know i don't think we play to break records or i mean that's not in your head because that's just additional pressure you know um i think uh, with me at least with me how it started was that as i said i started winning early so the expectations to be national champion were huge right from the beginning because it was like oh ye to i mean you have to do this i mean there is Correct. i mean there's no other way you know it, yeah. i mean for people or coaches or parents um and for me also i think in a way i mean that that pressure was of course always there but i never thought that um that after I mean, when i look back i understand that it's special because it's not easy you know i mean what it means is that you need to be consistent through the years uh, to kind of achieve something like this i mean uh, you know being a uh, uh, being a national champion itself is huge in a country like india where you know there's a major big population that we have yeah. but uh, but i think uh, you know having to do that in every age category um, you need to be consistent and you need to have that right. will power i think uh, to you know go through that journey and persevere and all of those things uh, 
um so so i think i never worked with a with a goal like that in my head it was just something that i kept that you know uh, i mean it just kept with the flow you know i mean i was doing i was always india's number 1 2 3 yeah. uh, you know uh, for a long time uh, i think only towards the end of my career in the last 2 3 years i dropped to maybe 8 or you know 9 in the country but uh, but till then i was always at the top so it was a very expected thing ki ye to karna hi hai uh so so yeah i think i never worked with with that in my head but it was something that i wanted to always achieve yes excellent and uh, when you when you spoke about like okay it was not added pressure that i could i was playing you have to be consistent but that is a journey about uh the and theme also about uh, our show is aspiration inspiration and motivation so what were those three things to you while growing up across every stage um so i think when i started off um, i actually um aspired to kind of um keep playing i just loved the sport i think i loved the sport i loved the pressure that came with it you know i never kind of uh, uh, ran in a corner and said ki nahi i can't take this you know mm-hmm. that never happened to me i enjoyed it i enjoyed the whole uh, crowd going against you and you know then sometimes the crowd is supporting you the whole fun of it right yeah. um and i started enjoying that from a very young age i uh, but also of course with that uh, um uh, i think what 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 kept me moving was having the right kind of people around me that was one of the inspiration thing that i can uh, probably tell you that uh, i had prakash sir at the age of 11 as my coach uh, i had and because i had prakash sir you know coming and teaching me how to play a shot it it completely changes the way a young girl 11 year old girl looks at the world of sport because he's he and you know he was a legend and uh, and when i had that access at such a young age i think it was super inspiring and and he was very keen on getting me to bangalore which was the official center because he we started in pune with a branch uh, and that's where i started with the prakash padukone academy but then as i started playing better and better he called me to bangalore and i kind of started living there uh, uh, you know uh, so i think uh, and when i came to bangalore again i had gopi chand and aparna popat and all these were seniors you know at that time for me and i kind of saw them training and you know and they were just they had achieved so much and but yeah. never one session did i see them uh, you know uh, not giving their best right um, so i think these people at the right age or you know having those people or having that access at the right age uh, that was a major inspiration you know um, and when you have all england champion as your coach being a national champion doesn't count i mean it is like <laughs> you can't you can't be satisfied with something uh, like that right uh, so i think um, that was uh, something that inspired me having these people around me i think and when it comes to uh, motivation see i was never somebody who said ki mere ko jaake world champion banna hai ya you know all england champion banna hai i never told myself all those things i think i always kind of um uh, took it one thing you know one step at a time i went from the district to the state to the nationals and I, it kind of and when i won the national championships i was like okay i'm ready for international right. um um and me i don't know maybe that that is also the reason that i achieved only what i achieved at the international level maybe if i was like you know mujhe i want to be a world champion maybe i don't know you know if that would have triggered and you know help me i'm not sure but uh, but as an athlete i i i just absolutely enjoyed being on the court so it it really never mattered you know i mean i just kept at it and um, every day was a blessing so um, yeah so i think you know just enjoying the sport and having the right people and the right access at the right time i think all those things helped a lot 
Yeah. Interesting, and I think you put it very well about uh, uh, if it's all in all England champion is your coach. I don't think you can ask for anything else. <laughs> uh, you have to you have to start striving for more and more. And uh, what, yeah. in that journey, when you represented India for the first time, yeah. how was that feel to wear the India jersey and uh, seeing the tiranga on your back and on your shoulder and 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 the front of the chest? uh so i think the first time i wore an indian jersey was at the age of 14 uh, i was uh, i was 14 and i was already uh, you know uh, selected for the junior indian team which is the under 19 team uh, and i was one you know uh, one of the two um, women singles uh, girl singles players who was selected so we had won for this french junior uh, international tournament um, and i remember the whole thrill of it you know a passport visa and uh, you know that kit coming from from you know uh, sports authority of india with the flag on it and uh, you know just all of those things you know uh, uh, but but i would also say this that you know at that time uh, of course there was excitement and all of that but badminton was not such a huge sport i mean you know i mean and and sports in general was not huge in india at that time when i was 14 right um, uh, so i think because um uh, of course in the inter- internal circles it was a big deal for my parents or for me myself uh, uh, but but and the, the external bit of it it was not okay i mean it was not like something that yeah. was you know like oh you're playing for india i mean it was not something that was even known about so much at that time right um but uh, but it was amazing i think when i went and luckily for me my first international tournament i won a bronze medal also it was my first international and i we- uh, remember wearing the bronze medal and the indian flag going up right in my first junior international yeah. tournament um so i think every time and any athlete will see the same thing i think every time you stand on the podium and the flag goes up because yeah. of you it is just uh, i mean that feeling is something that you can't describe and you have goosebumps all you know your hair stands up yeah. it's just something that um, uh, that you live for yeah you absolutely live for that yeah yeah and that, i think that is what uh, uh, we have heard from every athlete everybody who has been on the podium they say that there is no greater feeling than that and people who yeah. have not been on the podium they said the only dream is to be on the podium uh, i think <laughs> yeah. that is that is that's the whole thing and uh, yeah. i think every athlete lives for uh, those yes. those moments uh, so uh, when you say that okay we live for these kind of moment and uh, you first ever tournament that you had you got uh, you got to be on the podium but were there the pre match jitters or in your career if you had the pre match jitters how did you manage that uh, see physically skill wise everything was fine but about on for the mental side how did you manage that uh yeah so i always felt that pressure was good i mean uh, for me at least you know having that pressure always helped me perform uh, and once i accepted that it became easier you know and what i what what we forget also is and it it happens in life also in general now when i work in the corporate and then the you know in the uh, in the sports ecosystem um i realized this that you know what we have to understand is that the other person is as much in pressure as you are it's it's it's, it's equal you know aisa nahi hai ki sirf aap pe pressure hai dusre pe bhi उतना ही प्रेशर है परफॉर्म करने का राइट एंड एंड आई हर्ड दिस समवेयर व्हिच इज अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग यू नो एनेक्डोट दैट व्हेन यू एंटर अ रूम एज अ पब्लिक स्पीकर राइट व्हाट यू हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड इज दैट यू नो 
everybody is insecure in that room including you so when you i mean everybody everybody is insecure and in that room and you that's a human tendency right uh, and if you go with that i think you feel more strength because everybody is suddenly becomes at the same platform right i mean everybody starts starts from zero uh, so that that was one thing that i uh, you know understood very early that the pressure is on both sides and it is just about who handles it a little better than the other that is the only distinction really uh uh and i think uh, just that um, i also was very um, uh, good with my temperament my match temperament especially uh and i think that came from the confidence that i gathered with the amount of hard work i put in before uh that gives you a lot of confidence i always was sure that i was if not the number one hardest worker in the circuit i was as good as the number one hardest worker in the circuit so i never doubted my hard work and i think that showed in the way i performed on the court as well uh because i was sure that um i wasn't uh short on uh you know the hard work of if we compare the uh, compare the hard work of my opponent and mine i always was sure that i was as good if not right. uh better so that gave me confidence as well um and then when it comes to the actual match situation i think meditation was something that really helped me i did a lot of visualization techniques before my matches okay. um i had a chant in uh, you know i did my chanting a little bit you know 5 minutes before the match also my whole warm ups you know my, i was always well known for my warm ups because i would warm up for like 45 minutes before the match physical and mental and people laughed at that you know are itna garmi hai tum you know why are you warming up for 45 minutes i said that's the way i prepare you know i that's the way i feel confident so my warm up was something you know i was completely in the zone at least 45 minutes before the match and uh, other thing was breathing like having the control of your breathing uh, that helps a lot uh, so um, so yeah so i think techniques like this meditation breathing and just the 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 also i i think i was very good at not giving up you know at even at 10 to uh, i mean when we used to play 11 points right. game uh, you know even at 10 to i was sure that i could still get a point whatever at least i'll work for a point so all these qualities i think helped with uh, performing better at matches yeah uh, aditi you spoke about all these all these matters uh, factors when in the current age we talk about mental conditioning uh, yeah. but i think when you're talking about 15 20 years back uh, these were not the there were no words like mental conditioning so yeah. how did you learn this so who did you uh, actually uh, taught you this is it like the 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 monk on the badminton court of uh, <laughs> sir or or somebody else how did you actually learn this uh so uh, very interestingly we had i never had any like professional professional help when it came to mental conditioning um i had done a session or two with mr bam sir he's he's no yes, more he was sir, one yeah. of the pioneers of you know mental health in india i think uh but i did a session or two with him as well but i never had like a proper coach through my career um mm. but i would say that uh uh for example when i was as junior and i had seen um, you know gopi i remember used to go into a room uh, and he would just not come out for an hour and we all juniors were like gopi bhaiya kya karte rehte itna you know i mean we were all like always like he would just go absent and all the other seniors were having fun with us and you know eating and all of that but this guy would just be in the room uh, for an hour and then you know suddenly when we have finished all the fun he will come out so so i would ask you know ki kya kar karte the bhaiya what are you doing so you know there is you know i do some yoga there is some you know something some kind of breathing something he would say and we would just you know discounted ki ah yaar ye sadhu ban gaya and you know something like that 
that but 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 i think the 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 seeds were sown by gopi in all of us in that academy because we we thought that okay there is something that he's doing which is tending to help him yeah. um, so that was the seed sown i think but but later on i think of course with the academy with prakasa's academy we would have some nlp people or you know some people coming giving these talks yeah. or something like that but i would at that Uh, time 15 20 years back i think everything was self learned i learned everything by myself which i mean we never had a support staff and you know nutritionists and this and that i think it was just the onus was on us tumko yeah. karna hai tum karo and aage badho so i think a lot of that was you know uh, uh getting some pointers from our seniors getting some experts coming and talking to us uh or self learned so it was a combination of all of that mental conditioning for me at that time yeah and i think that that worked that really worked it's like not having the support <laughs> staff and what you learned yourself that work you played you're one of those only uh, women who has played the gopi final uh, from yeah. india and uh, after uh, from from there just want to talk about since we talk about the, the mental side of it and uh, the thing that we always know that uh, uh, you you played in the same era uh, and alongside saina and mm-hmm. it was one of the toughest rivalry that we have seen at like who is going higher and lower i've been a bad follower of badminton i always seen that okay where is aditi where is saina and for us it was fun but i'm sure as an athlete it was a different journey for you and as well as her uh, yeah. so how was that uh, that period for you and how did you prepare yourself for the game because i read somewhere that you said okay the probably she was more well gifted than me uh, i think that is what i read somewhere but you were equally hard working so you know that you are good you know you can do this but somewhere that thing happens and uh, yes in the country like india when we have handful of players getting recognition then yeah. the whole pressure comes on to uh, these kind yeah. of players. how did you manage that that period uh it was it was a tough period uh, quite frankly because uh, uh, you know i mean the transition from so as junior i was one and she was two uh, i got injured i lost a year in yeah. due to the injury and when i came back she suddenly had you know reached some other level and she had yeah. become one and i became two uh, and we kind of were together even at the international level i remember in 2008 or so i was around 27 she was 16 so till around the i think 3 4 years uh, the fight was pretty much there i mean we were around each other after that after 2008 she just you know went way too higher and i wouldn't say i was anywhere close uh, in that in that sense but at least yes for the junior years and senior years of maybe two three of our senior years we were you know uh, up and down um, it was a very interesting journey and i think there was a, a lot of learning happened from there uh, you know the whole um, the, the journey of being number 2 in the country the journey of being number 2 and uh, you know not being uh, recognized you know i mean because this bar is just set so high that uh, she was winning but i was on the finals that didn't count you know yeah. because you have to also win otherwise it doesn't count you know but but you're still at the grand prix final so it was all you know all these uh, emotions were real uh, and they were something that i went through at a very young age as well so yeah. and i think um, uh the people around me actually at that time had not seen a champion like saina so they also couldn't understand uh what exactly was i going through and i was at that time not able to articulate it as well i can articulate it today but i couldn't articulate it at that time you know uh and the comparison was crazy you know she is just she was just uh, going so higher and higher and i couldn't i was always trying to match but it was not happening for whatever injuries or whatever whatever skill whatever that reasons were um 
but it was i think a very interesting journey and it was absolutely phenomenal to see her grow because we uh, we were in the indian team together for a very long time right so i've seen her win those matches i've seen that journey of saina from a junior uh, indian player to what she became right uh, so seeing that so closely was a privilege again i think uh, but as an athlete for me at that time uh, it was i i was completely you know um uh, kya bolte mesmerized with this whole yeah. thing and you can't be like that because uh, as a competing athlete you cannot make uh, uh, idols of your uh, competition you can't do that respect is one thing but you can't start uh, you know idolizing these uh, your opponents and because it was india and because it was saina and uh, and saina was being idolized by every indian at that time it was not just me and the only thing was i was an athlete who was a number 2 at that time and and it had a it meant different things for me than what it meant for a normal layman right yeah. um so that distinction was very interesting and uh, going through it has um actually reflected in the way i take my decisions today as well uh, it completely changed my perspective on so many things and i'm blessed i think okay i didn't become number 1 but i realized that being number 2 wasn't bad enough i mean it was pretty good i learned a lot from it yeah i think that that, that is the journey and uh, finally the athlete is going to play for a certain level number of years and beyond that yeah. you are going to have a different kind of life and what yeah. you learn from that journey is something very very yeah. important uh so and i i think you as you candidly said that whatever the reasons i think uh, she cre- she created a, a benchmark and she created a name then sindhu came and uh, then over, yeah. over, over to over to her and, yeah and that is what the beauty of sport is that is what yes. the beauty of uh, the competition is so yeah. is there any particular competition in that you remember that actually changed your uh, life or your perspective about uh, handles handling things Uh, yeah i would say it was my first grand prix final appearance i think that completely uh, blew my mind because i was not expected to do that uh, i i myself was not expect, i was not expecting to do that and uh, also the precursor to that the tournament uh, was that um, the indian team uh, the government had decided that they would only send the boys team and not the girls team okay. uh, so i went alone as a as a indian women singles player from india uh, when the government took their hands off it meant that i had to finance the whole trip myself um, and uh, of course i you know i didn't have that much money and all of that so there was running around by my father to try and get a loan from people and uh, and you know i told them that i want to play and they bichara you know they didn't have a choice and they started running around for money and it's not the way it was now right the sponsorships and everything were not that easy to find i never found a sponsor uh, at that time and somehow we raised that money uh, to you know to play and uh, uh, and i remember i did everything i did the visa process i did the bookings for my flights i did uh, the uh, the booking of my hotel uh, Uh, and very interestingly when i reached bitburger after all of this uh, I, they had put me i had put myself up in the official hotel and i realized in the fir- on the first night when i was just doing my math you know ki paisa bachega ki nahi because i was supposed to be in europe for the next 3 4 weeks and i realized that if i stay in the official hotel it's going to be so expensive for me that i may not actually land in the last week of things that i will not have money wow. Correct. So I remember that in the on the first night I took a decision that no I have to find a cheaper hotel and I have to just you know go wherever that is and then I'll find a way to you know reach the venue and all of that. 
So I took my luggage the next day and I started looking for hotels. And I found this really small 20 euro per day kind of hotel somewhere in the corner. And I was again the only girl. So I was a girl doing all of these things in a no, you know, in a land where no I knew nobody. So this journey, you know, this whole thing, I had gone through all of that before I actually entered the court to play that Grand Prix. And I lived in this small, uh, very uh, badly lit room, which didn't have its uh, bathroom of itself. I actually had a bathroom outside, like a common bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would, I would have to access that. And I lived like that in that whole tournament. And I still played the finals. Um, and I had no coach, of course. I mean, there was no coach for me because I was not part of the Indian team. I had no support staff, nothing. So I was alone doing all of these things. And I still reached the finals. And I remember I beat, uh, you know, the world number... Uh, nine or eight at that time Juliana Schenk from Germany and all actually every athlete from the pre-quarter was highly ranked than me so it was just upset after upset uh so yeah so I think when I reached after doing all of that processes when I reached the final it completely changed the way I looked at myself I think uh you know I just the respect the self-respect for myself (laughs) grew I think a little bit because I realized that I can do anything if I set my eyes on it with less money staying in a dingy hotel being the only girl in the team I can still achieve if I want to achieve things and uh and again like I said you know all these things now give me so much confidence with the way I lead my life uh, because I know I can do anything if I want to. Um, so I think that Grand Prix final uh, created history, but it also completely changed my own perspective about myself. Interesting. And that is so rightly so. It's about about the whole struggle is not only on the court, off court. Yeah. And, and people don't understand the off court struggle is more than on court struggle most of the time. Exactly. And yeah. uh, it's kudos to you for coming out of those. And uh, so... Uh, just one one more question about your playing before I move to the uh, the other other side of it. It's like Commonwealth 2010 playing in yeah. India, uh, getting a medal uh, in front of your countrymen, uh, all the support cheering that is happening. Was that the the highlight of your career, or is there anything beyond that as well? Uh, no, it is one of the highlights for sure, I think. Um, uh, uh, but, uh, and of course, playing in Delhi with the whole crowd for you and, uh, you know, also then converting and getting a medal. And of course, in the mixed team event, uh, Saina was our number one player. I played a few matches in the singles. Uh, but anyway, being part of that team and, uh, you know, getting that medal was huge. Um, uh, but it is, I think, one of the the other highlights of my career I think because uh, like I said individually for me um, that Grand Prix final like I just uh, you know told you the whole process that went through uh, would always remain the highlight um, uh, because I think it completely uh, changed the way I I looked at myself so I think uh, for me the highlight of my career would always be that Grand Prix final yeah very interesting and I think this also t- gives us very very important message to people uh, the athlete as well it is not only about the the all that glitter and gold is not what yeah. you always look for it's about the journey yes. and what you learn through the journey I think that yes. makes you a better player better, better human being and everything I think that is a very good uh, uh, set uh, yeah. so Aditi uh, then you came to the fag end of the career you ha- before just before you you were hanging your boots what was going through your mind when you decided to hang your boots? 
who uh, it was major anxiety i was like what the hell am i going to do you know because i was just 26 when i quit uh, and uh, i of course had a bharat petroleum job uh, which was you know decently paying me and with the benefits and all of that like we all know so uh, i had the job but uh, when i quit i'm like you know Uh, so so athletes are used to limelight athletes are used to a certain you know subah uthke this ye 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 karna hai all of those scheduling and all of that we are so like schedule crazy and suddenly when you hang up your boots you're like you don't have to get up in the morning what am i going to do so i think the first 3 4 months were just crazy and i uh, i remember i decided that you know to just get my mind straight i would travel and i went uh, for a solo travel to bhutan actually and i spent a week there um and it was just amazing the most amazing time i ever had because again it was so low and i was with my own thoughts and everything so then i started getting my mind straight about what strategy can i use you know what can i do um and i didn't have anybody to help me with that actually at that time i mean i had uh, i just had myself and my own belief as to what i want right. to do uh, but at that time i i remember i made a plan ki i'll do some i'll start with some coaching because everybody was pushing me ki coaching kar coaching karo and all of that so i said okay i'll try coaching uh, but i'll keep up with my bharat petroleum job at least let me see what's what's there in it um, and i will see where where that journey leads me um and i came back from that holiday i started with the bharat petroleum job i also did some coaching and i enjoyed both actually but i think after 3 months of bharat petroleum i realized i was in the sales department for oil and gas and i was like i don't think i'll be able to do this longer i mean i don't know the i mean i don't know the industry well i don't see the passion i don't have the passion to you know do the sales for oil and gas i don't understand the diesel and all of those things so i had a chat with my boss and i said you know this is not where i want to go i think now but of course i got married i mean uh, india mein wo acha hai ki you know 27 28 get married <laughs> that's a distraction and i got of course i got married and uh, and i think after the marriage luckily my husband was in the us at that time so we moved i got a chance to move to us and i just left everything i left the job i left the high paying job everything coaching watching sub all plans cancelled i just said ki let's take this risk and see what it brings and uh, and of course us is a land of opportunity in that way uh, and um, i we went reached dallas and i was like i need to get educated i think that's that's something that i need to do because i left my bachelors it had been 2 3 years of a gap after my education and i always had the inclination to read and i was academically pretty good all my solid pretty my uh, all my athlete life as well uh, so yeah so i got into a course uh, which was into public administration and non profit management public policy all these subjects which i absolutely love and uh, that that's how my second inning started so it was anxiety confusion um, you know uh, just following what was going on but then shaadi happened and then that changed my track so uh, so yeah but things have in in a way in you know fallen in place and i'm in absolutely good place right now yeah excellent and uh, that is uh, that is so well put through it uh, because your your retirement was pretty early uh, yes. that yes. is when uh, most of the people start picking up and when you actually exactly and my peers were like you know kya karegi tu i'm like exactly kya kar i mean because they all were like you know got their big masters and you know the salaries and you know packages and all those stocks were going on around me and i was like i am done what am i going to do so yeah. so that was a lot of anxiety but uh, luckily you know i pushed through yeah. it somehow yeah so excellent so so just coming to the last last part of it uh, is uh, 
the second thing that you mentioned that you're working in the sports ecosystem with NGOs yeah. and affair and uh, develop sports development, all those things. How do you think that? Uh, what is your dream, or what is what is that you want to do to give back uh, or to develop the Indian sporting ecosystem? And uh, what is your current role? Yeah, so I am currently working with uh, Simply Sport Foundation, and I am the pro the program head uh, for Women Initiatives. Um, uh, the goal here is to, and my mission also, I think. Uh, so, uh, uh, just a background, like before this, I worked with a, a small foundation called the Art of Play Foundation, and we work with government government schools. Uh, we try to kind of get physical education into government schools in a more structured kind of a way. And I would, uh, I was, you know, developing curriculums for them and. Uh, working with the children on the ground uh, i thought that was very important to actually understand what you want to change i mean just sitting right. in a room is not going to help me i think i realized that very quickly uh, so i realized that i had to go on to the ground and do the work to understand ki ho kya hai uh, because you know what i understood was that india is a very difficult country i mean uh, you know mumbai ka problem is not pune ka problem i mean the culture everything changes I uh, so i so i think all of that kind of prepared me for the role that i'm playing today uh, with ssf because what i've realized and i've saw, saw seen this in the government school culture and the teachers and everything is that just the the uh, the participation of girls in sport in india is at the grassroots level especially it's it's really bad um, uh, the whole there is a lot of i mean patriarchy hai there is safety issues there are a lot of issues there uh, but but just the fact that and it's not just at, actually at the grassroots level but in the sports ecosystem in general right where are the women i mean i mean yeah. i'm trying to you know i mean of course there are four, it's getting better but but we still are very underrepresented everywhere uh, you know yeah. when it comes to the ioa when it comes to our federation uh when it comes to umpires coaches you know all of the support staff um women are just not there um and we are 50% of india you know so, so i'm like come on you know i mean we need more women um uh because the point of view with which policies are made or the point of view with which a classroom is designed uh, you know it is all been designed by men for women and it's never going to be the same as women for women right uh, so we need more more women in in important roles rather than uh, not just as athletes but you know even in the ecosystem in general so with simply sport that is one of the major missions i think to get more women into the ecosystem um, and the way we want to do it of course is to start with a very research based approach uh, we are uh you know uh in the next quarter we are hoping to start that research uh, at the grassroots level to understand the problem a little better rather than just saying ki a problem hai and solving it i think we need to understand the problem better so that's where we are uh, and that's also one of my major goals uh, with other things but i think the most important goal i am working towards getting more women into the ecosystem interesting and uh, i more power to you uh Thank with you. doing with doing that and uh, i think we'll 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 see the results very soon and uh, i hope so fingers crossed yeah, yes it's a, it's journey. a journey yeah and uh, with your experience as an athlete uh, to somebody who's working on the ecosystem what's your message to all the i'll say first a uh, girls there a uh, uh, girls out there who want to be athlete or the parents out there who are confused about the their girls or the their boys uh, sporting career so what's your message to them uh i would say you know uh, for athletes and for parents uh, both i think the first thing is that do it only if you love it 
otherwise don't do it and you when i say do it uh, uh, only if you love it i just don't mean the training part of it and the nutrition part of it i actually mean the competition part of it uh, because what we have to understand and for even i i coach a little bit now so i i tell the parents the same thing that not every athlete uh, or every girl or boy enjoys competition okay. so i think it's important to love that the whole whole part of sport and not just a part of it uh, and if they do enjoy that then i tell the parents that they enjoy competition uh, then don't worry about the results they will come because if they are working hard and they enjoy competition the results will come so that is one thing the second thing is to always always have uh, academics as a part of your career uh that is something that uh, i tell and and I, i hear these stories a lot that you know the students come and say ki kyu karne padhai i mean why is it required you know sachin gave up when he was in the 10th standard and you know he did what he did but sachin and you know i mean come on let's not you know <laughs> let's not get confused because i mean of course i would love for you to become a legend but if you don't become a legend you are going to be stuck with nothing absolutely and in india to or be it's difficult because we are not a sports country right now uh so the second and the most important thing for both parents and athletes is yes play but also study with it you know keep that track going always and don't give me uh, this story that there is no time and i'm too tired we all did it and we all became national champions we all studied with it and you know and we did what we did so uh, there is no excuse to that uh, so i think yes for any young athlete love what you do and only then do it and please keep the academics on board never leave that yeah excellent excellent i think that is very important and i think uh, without me driving you towards that answer i think it came, it came very well because we always talk about the importance of education uh, yeah. for for an athlete because it's not only about uh, the plan b or what next it is i think yeah. the education helps them being a better athlete and yes. have, and uh, it to take the right decisions on the field at the same yes. time the 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 being athlete helps them in education to become a smart uh, smart worker totally so, yeah uh, i mean we we don't need a game generally as as a normal student because we are so used to concentrating and yes. it's easier for us to study actually so there is no excuse yeah interesting so uh, aditi i think this was wonderful to uh, listen to the whole story uh, your great determination working towards the women in sports and getting more and more girls in sports or increasing that and uh, the second inning i think it's wonderful journey uh, beat number 1 number 2 uh, i think what comes out at the end of the end of the day i think it is yeah. wonderful wonderful product for the growth of indian sports industry and uh, thank you for doing that and keep uh, inspiring so many people so many girls uh, mm. and athletes uh, around you and uh, wish you all the best to make change in the indian sporting ecosystem Yes thank you so much Siddharth I think I need all the wishes there's a long road ahead and I need all the you know all the wishes and the right people around so so thank you for this opportunity thank you so much as, as we say we all in together so yes let's make yes. it happen Yes let's make it happen totally <laughs> Thank you take care and stay safe Aditi Thank you same to you bye Thank you for watching. Thank you for liking, and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe on our channel, Sports C Sage, and help us spread the word about Sports C. We go with the same handle, Sports C Sage, across all the social media platforms as well as podcast.